to today at the G1 Climax 32. My name's James Troopany. We've got some matches to discuss. And joining me today, it's rare we get a special guest on the Fiat show, is Mr. John Dinsdale. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. This is going to be one of my first catch-ups on the G1 because I am several days behind. <laughs> it's okay. So we were at Edion Arena in Osaka. Um and it opened with, oh, how many people were in attendance? Does it say 2,609, which is not bad. Ready on Arena. It's, it's pretty good, actually. Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Toriyano, Yoshihashi, and Nakashima. Sorry, and Yoshihashi will lost to today's family, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Yuta Nakashima in 8 minutes and 28 seconds. Feeling out process for Yoshihashi and Dave Finley uh, there, who are, and you're not going to believe this, leading the block. Finley's <laughs> leading the block. Oh, Yoshiashi's leading the block. They're both leading the block. They're one and two. Holy shit. That's... <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, People sorry, laughed no. at me when I said Yoshihashi <clears throat> was going to be a major player. David Finley's leading the block. Yoshihashi is joint second. They like to do this with Finley, though, don't they? I, I, when I tell you who is one, which we'll talk about in the Troopany show tomorrow, Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> you'll go, ah. Oh. <laughs> and then you'll go, ah. Oh. And then you go, ah. Oh. And then you go, wow. Like that. So I'm oh. going to sound like a rabbit. Yeah. That's right. It. Next matchup, Sho and Yudro. Sho and Yudro Takahashi of your house of torture defeated Jado and Tama Tonga in seven minutes and four seconds. That'll be uh, huge. And Tama. And then going gunning up for a match. Um... Next was Los Ignorables de Japón. Bushy well, snap. There's just nothing to say about I have watched them. So I only watched the tournament matches. For, for those of you who noticed, like, I, I have about eight hours watching wrestling to watch this weekend for various podcast projects. Um, so I just watched the tournament matches, I have to say. I have been slack in my, in my G1 watching um, this year. I've just done the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Los Ignorables de, de Japon, Bushi, Sonata, Shingo, Takagi, Detsugi, Native, defeated Lance Archer, Taichi, Takamichi Noko, and Zack Sabre Jr. Takamichi Noko continues to be the gift that keeps on giving for other teams. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a slide. Why did you wear him back? Well, somebody needed to get pinned, and he was free. There you go. Um, hmm. Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay defeated Gedo, Jay White, and Genta in the last of the group matches for the day. So we'll move on to the things that actually matter. <laughs> Evil defeated Aaron Henry in 10 minutes and 21 seconds. In a bit of a mess, I'll be honest. Kind of, eh, it, it was all right. Aaron Henry has come on leaps and bounds. Evil is still evil and hampered by his gimmick. So as good as Aaron Henry is right now, it can't possibly be that good. It just, things just kind of go... Yeah. Though there was less interference in this G1 for the House of Torture than there has been in previous tournaments, I was impressed with that. What's your thoughts on Aaron Henry and Evil at the moment? I mean, Henry's got exactly what he needed. He needed a group to belong to where he could, you know, develop something outside of just screaming and shoulder tackling people. So to sort of see this almost Streets of Rage gimmick as part of. A, a group of wrestlers who were all really good, led yeah. by a twat, is pretty <laughs> pretty handy. I, oh, I can't it's... even I can't even hit on Will Osprey too much at the moment. Some of the stuff he's been saying 
and like promo videos he's been cutting have been cracking me up, mainly because of how delusional they are. They are really pushing that hard. And like even yesterday on commentary when he was, um, uh, I can't remember who was wrestling yesterday, but um, they were saying, you know, you have to say he's a great wrestler, but he is a truly awful human being. <laughs> it's like it was like a vitriol in Chris's voice that was just like, yeah, you really don't like him, do you? <laughs> it was just like, all oh, right, oh, okay. Then and Kevin was like, but he gives so much money to charity and he does try really, really hard, but he's just awful. And there you go. That's the thing. Even the commentators say he's awful. But there you go. What can you do? Anyway, moving on. Uh, well, let's just yeah finish it. I mean, yeah, Aaron Hannery is in the right place, I think, and he's he's growing the beard out, which helps. The moustache did have a sense of kind of like a bit estate agent about him, but um, I'm glad he's moved on to the full beard. I mean, they can be evil too. They can. I'm going to, I'm going to sell you this fixer upper for <laughs> 100 grand. Just ignore the hole in the floor, it's for shitting. Right. <laughs> okay, the second match Filthy Tom Lawler defeated Bad Luck Farley in 11 minutes and five seconds with the nasty knee to the back of the head. It was actually really good. It was the perfect small guy, big guy match, underdog taking things on. I really enjoyed it. And to be fair to Farley, when it comes to the G1, he really does kick it into a higher gear. He tries really hard, especially with smaller guys he's trying to get over. He, he's just the right guy to do it. He's got knack for not looking weak whilst losing to smaller guys, which is really handy when you're a big lummox like that. <laughs> And, and Lawler's had a cracking tournament, and he is over like Rover. The Japanese fans love him um, as much as you can show your love through clapping and offbeat rhythm. Any thoughts on Good. Tom Lawler and Bad Luck Farley? I, I adore filthy Tom Lawler. I've enjoyed his work for many years, and yeah, I'm just glad to see that like Japanese fans appreciate how good he is. Like, he really is, yeah. When I saw him going into the G1, I knew he was going to sort of have a great time with it, and I'm glad that he's being presented properly. Like, that's that's something that you could easily fuck up if you didn't do it right. I totally agree. He's, um, yeah, he's just been on point. He's had great matches. He's, he's just done his job. Get over. First tour, try really hard. Get over. And that's what he's needed to do, and that's what he's done. He will not going to win it, let's be honest. But he's he's done the work to make it work. And I've really enjoyed his work. It's been good. Next up, Juice Robinson. Sorry. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. It must be really hard to wrestle with a stiffy the entire time. That's basically it. As Chris has said, so far his G1 has been somewhat flaccid. Um, mm. Defeated El Fantasmo uh, by disqualification. <laughs> After the usual faffing about between Bullet Club members for the first five or six minutes, and which got to the point where they were going to have an arm wrestle outside. And then Phantasma won the arm wrestling competition. And whilst he turned away to cheer the crowd, cheer at the crowd, uh, Juice picked up his chair and threw it at him. And then we were off to the races with violence. And it was, it was violent. Like literally ELP pushed Juice's head through a table. Like just by bouncing it off of it. And okay. there was blood everywhere. And then... Um, he wanted to do the thing to kiss 86 through the table from the top rope, but he, he, Juice, the table wasn't going to hold Juice, and Juice sensibly rolled off of it. So instead, he did like a 
well, <clears throat> he slipped and he moved and then he kind of did a, a senton off the top rope and it came back and forth after that. A bit of Eddie Guerrero action with the chair and eventually ELP just lost his rag and just belted um, uh, Juice Robinson in the chair right in front of Marty Yasami, who had to disqualify him. <laughs> Christ, it actually sounds like a good match. I, saw, I looked at this pairing and I was just like, oh, well, that's going to be shit. It was entertainment. It wasn't necessarily a good wrestling match, but it was entertaining. I don't know. If it's bloody, then I'm probably going to be interested. You know me. The crimson counts up there. That's true. Uh, Semi-main event time. Chase Owens in the semi-main event. Oh, what the fuck is this? I'm just looking at the result. What the fuck is this? Against Tomohiro Ishii. And uh, Ishii is stuck on two points and can't get his ass out of dodge. Chase Owens has had some big wins in this tournament. Well, one other big win in this tournament. And beat Tomohiro Ishii. 16 minutes and 50 seconds. And to be honest, what good doing it. That's the important thing. Uh, our dislike of Chase Owens has been well monitored. Um, but I can't deny that he has tried really hard in this tournament. You have to give it to him. Unfortunately. I hate that New Japan hates Tomohiro Ishii. I don't think they hate Ishii. I think that he isn't the guy. And as much as I love Ishii, I know he's not the guy. He's one of the most other guys in that company. He is, but he can be over without winning a championship. He's Roddy Piper. <laughs> really, being that over deserves some kind of reward. You know, you know as well as I do that deserving isn't anything to do with wrestling, right? Yes, but come on. Acknowledgement of hard work is the easiest way to keep your people interested in sticking around. To be fair, if he'd gone to go anywhere else, he would have gone before now. Uh, I guess. You know, and he's, he's kind of stuck in the sense of there's nowhere else will pay him that money. Nowhere would have him tomorrow. And he'd actually probably do quite well. But I don't think he'd be GHC heavyweight champion there either. It's, it's one of them things. And it's also his character isn't the absolute winner. He's an underdog. And he, underdogs can't win all the time. And he's had great matches. And, you know, that, but that's kind of the narrative they're telling with him at the minute is he has great matches, but he doesn't always win. And doesn't win very often anymore. And there was, there has been talk that he is getting towards that age. Um, so, yeah. Isn't he only like 40? No. <laughs> he, I thought he was. He's 46. Jesus. See, there you go, you see. That's, that's the other thing, is like how many miles left on the clock. I feel like I've. That just goes to show how long I've been watching New Japan. <laughs> like I swear, last time I checked, I'm Hiroishi was only forty. And Chase is, Chase is like thirty-six, I think. Yeah, thirty-six, thirty-two. Yeah, Chase is thirty-two. Chase has got another thirteen years on him, and let's face it, no one else will have him. So <laughs> <laughs> he matches New Japan. They like him. Chase likes working for New Japan because he gets. I used to pay. like Chase Owens until I learned he was a nonce. Yeah, there you go, you see. <sighs> well, that's the trouble, isn't it? <sighs> so many things. But anyway, yeah. And kind of, uh, it was the guys from Low Blow. So it might be the guys from Super Jcast. They said it's kind of reflective where where they are in the company. They're high on Chase Owens. They're not high on Ishii at the moment. Um, oh, he's hanging around for something to do. So that's where they're at. Pure Ishii. Yes. Anyway. That was that match, but it actually was a good match as well. And um, uh, Chris has 
Chris has got an awful lot going on at the <laughs> on commentary. He mentioned on commentary, this is interesting. They all heard what the commentators were saying about them whilst they were commentating. Um, and like in the in the Juice and Phantasmo match, um, Juice was picking up um, Phantasmo for a powerbomb. And Kevin says, um, <laughs> Kevin said, well, the damage has been done. And Juice just shouts out, yep, that's right, Kevin, the damage has been done. And he delivers a powerbomb. <laughs> and then in the chase match, Chris um, was saying at the beginning of the match, like, Ishii fights on pride and Chase fights like a man who has none. And after the match, Chase went to ringside, took off Chris's headset and said, how's about that for pride? And I walked off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, All right, okay then. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the advantage of quiet crowds. <laughs> um, I wondered, was, was Suzuki around? Because it hasn't would be... The, hasn't been on the tour. I guess he's either resting or he's planning on going back to America again. I would say resting. They don't like using him on every tour. He's a bit of a break glass in case of emergency draw these days. We'll be saving him for World Tag Week when they need him. Just because, <laughs> like, if you're chatting shit ringside, Suzuki would probably just come over and take your head off. <laughs> True, but his English isn't as good. True. All right, the main event of the evening. Jonah pins Kazuchika Okada in 21 minutes and 53 seconds of a breathtaking professional wrestling match, which really sets Jonah up um, as, a, as a big draw for New Japan Pro Wrestling and has really given him an awful lot of forward motion. The crowd popped for this. They were obviously going to, you know, they weren't thinking that, that Okada was going to lose. He's been unbeatable in this tournament. He's had the year. And then Jonah comes in and he wins. And didn't take a Rainmaker, which is the interesting part, because obviously that's kind of like fairly vital, if you see what I mean, to the to the um, to the way that uh, wrestling works. If you haven't taken the finisher of the other person, it's not quite the full victory. But it does set him up um, for a run at this block, and it does set him up for the future, because New Japan have clearly invested a lot in him if he's going to take on Okada and win at the first attempt. So basically, this means when they inevitably have the title match later down the line, that Jonah is going to lose to the Rainmaker. Possibly, but Okada isn't going to win the championship at the minute either, is he? Isn't he? No, he's not champion at the minute, is he? Chris, who's the champion? Jay White. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, I swear to God, trying to keep track of as many companies as I do, I forget who's <laughs> champion after that. Like I knew, I knew White beat Okada, and I thought just like for some reason I didn't think either of them had the title at that point. I'm just thought, like, oh, Okada's probably champ now, but no, it's it's also let's not forget every time Jay gets the title, he loses it really quickly. So I'd have expected him to lose it by now. No, he's had one defense already, and he's had it for three months and not lost it because his last defense was the four-way at Forbidden Door, and hasn't dropped, doesn't. Defended it since, obviously, because of the G1. So his next defense will be uh, King of Pro Wrestling. So probably uh, against someone he's lost to in the G1. But as he hasn't lost any matches in the G1, ooh. Just <laughs> give me Jay White versus Jonna. I fucking love Jonna. Just Jonna everywhere. <laughs> okay, well, that's today at the G1 Climax. Thank you very much. John, where can we find you on the internet? 
You can find me at John Deathman on Twitter. That is the gateway to hell that will lead you to, well, opinions at the moment. Yes. With, with steel chair down. None of us are really writing at the moment. No, we, but we, have, we have no outlet. We are homeless. We are writing. New things are things. in the works. They are indeed afoot, which we will talk to you about at a later date, because obviously we don't know what they're going to be like. We have a cool idea of what they're going to be like. We think it's going to be very cool, and we think you'll all enjoy it. Um, and we'll involve a tribute show at some point as well. So there's lots of things that could happen, but we won't tell you right now, because that would spoil the surprise. All right, then. Uh, you can find me at Sheriff Lowstar on Twitter. You can find the channel Trooping Show on Twitter and on Facebook of The Trooping Show, and you can find us on Patreon. We can keep us free forever for everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with The Trooping Show. Uh, Dara O'Connor is in Wales at Comic-Con, because obviously he's the big draw, not John Cena and Sasha Banks. <laughs> he's been doing the Everything is Wrestling um, panel, and he's got that for a show for us tomorrow, he told me. I'm like, so you're going to get back to Dublin and you're going to put the show. I'm, 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 I have faith. Um, but yeah, um, so that's happening uh, this week because um, Dara is a big, big, big draw in professional wrestling journalism. He really is, genuinely so. I'm not, not joking. <laughs> uh, but he's doing that. So that's really cool. So that, he will have that as this week's uh, Wrestling Rewind. And I'll be back on Tuesday with more today at G1. Thank you very much for listening today. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.